Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the name of Jesus. So um, what you're about to listen to is a video that I posted on my YouTube and I was able to extract the audio from it and put it on the podcast. But you are more than welcome if you want to see the video to go to YouTube and go under you submit it to serve and you will be able to see the video. If not, you could just listen to the podcast of Do God Speak? Uh, I believe I had did a podcast before about the voice of God, but I think more than ever right now at this point, we we really need to hear the voice of God outside of any other voice. So just sit back, relax, get your Bible or just get in your comfortable chair and let's just go into the word of God about our heavenly father that speaks to us. Be blessed, family. Hey, family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Does God speak? Hello? Hello? Does God speak? I want to encourage you today that we serve a God that not just sits high and looks low, not just looking and observing upon mankind. But we serve a God that speaks, that is vocal, that gets very personal, that is very intentional when it comes to his children. I have a lot of scriptures, so I want to go through the word of God because the Bible says faith come by hearing and hearing the voice and the word of God. I can give you my, 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 my experience of hearing the voice of God all day, but nothing Nothing is as powerful, nothing is as sharper than a two-edged sword, than the word of God. So we're going to go through the scriptures. And I pray by the end of this that you guys are encouraged. Because right now, right now, we need the voice of God. And we have to have a discerning ear to know when the voice is God, when the voice is ourself, when the voice is the enemy. We need divine intervention. We need divine intervention, whether it be with work, whether it be with our marriage, whether it be with our children, our finances, our circumstances. We need divine intervention. I don't want no one else's opinion. I'm tired of making moves that are not beneficial. I need divine intervention. You need divine intervention. So let's journey together through the scriptures. Let's journey together through the word of God and listen. Listen while we can hear thus says the Lord about a God that can speak. We're going to go into the book of Job. Job 33 verses 14 through 15. And the Bible says, For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, and stumbling upon the bed. What was the last dream you had? Could you recall it? Do you remember? As it is written, man perceiveth not. Dreams are one of the ways that God speaks to his children. It's one of his avenues that he can connect with us because the flesh is put to sleep but our spirit is always awake always attentive always ready to connect with God one of the ways God speaks is in dreams and if you haven't had a dream lately you need to go before God and begin to pray and begin to receive by faith divine dreams from God because even though we do dream not all dreams come from God 
some dreams come because we caused ourselves to dream these dreams based on what we thought about throughout the day. But then there's some dreams that comes from the enemy to torment and to put us into a fear and state. But then there are some dreams that come from God that warns us to get us to get it together, to encourage us. So I ask you again, have you been dreaming lately? Job 33, 16. Then he opened the ears of men and sealeth their instructions. It's easy for God to speak to us during dreams because like I said, our flesh is asleep and we give the spirit time to listen. We're going about our busy day. We're moving, we're working, we're taking care of children, we're taking care of spouses and we really don't have time and we're really not tuned in to the voice of God, even though he's always speaking. So most of the time, God can get us in a quiet place where our spirit is aware and awakened and the flesh is put to sleep. He speaks and he opens our ears. I think that is really sweet of God. That he's so patient with us and he wants us to really hear him. That if I can't talk to you and if I can't connect with you in a waking state, I'll wait till you go to sleep. How cool is that? John 10, 27 through 28. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. Hmm. It's something about being a good shepherd. That if you know anything about sheep, that they have an ear for the voice of the shepherd and the shepherd alone. Although there's many shepherds, a particular sheep is only going to follow its shepherd. And if you call Jesus your shepherd, the one who leads you, the one who directs you, the one who orders your steps. When he speaks, you should be able to hear him. And you should be able to say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So are you a sheep today? And do you consider our Lord and Jesus Christ your shepherd? Because if you do, it is written, my sheep hears my voice. Amen to the word of God. 1 John 1 and 3, that which we have seen and heard declare, we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. That which you have seen and heard, I declare it unto you. I love that. That John was saying that what I'm speaking to you, I'm declaring it because I heard it by God. I'm coming with clear instructions. I'm coming with, thus says the Lord. I'm not coming on my own account. I'm not coming on my own accord. I'm coming because what I have heard, I'm sharing it with you. Like I said, family, it's very important that we can discern who is speaking because God can use anyone. But the thing is, while we're going through our busy day and while we're so distracted, can we honestly say we can discern when God is speaking? Whether it be positive or whether it be something that you really don't like or don't want to hear at that moment. When someone speaks to you, can you discern and say, Lord, that was you. Lord, I may not like it. It may be uncomfortable for my skin. It's not pleasing to me. 
but I know that was you. And I received that word by faith. That brings me back to saying we need a discerning ear because God is always speaking and he always uses people. It doesn't have to be someone close to you. It don't have to be a loved one. It can be a complete stranger and God could just use that person and speak into your life. Speak into your life. It has happened to me on so many occasions that I would hear someone speak to me and it would be so simple and so subtle, yet I know for a fact it was the voice of God. And I received that word. I received the instruction. I received the counsel. I received the rebuke. I think sometimes we ignore when we don't like what we hear, yet we're praying and waiting for God to answer us. But he has. We just didn't like what he said. Or we didn't like the package the word came in. Maybe we didn't like the person. Maybe we have issues with the person. Maybe we're harboring unforgiveness. So when the word was spoken, we took it as they don't know what they're talking about. God can't use you. I don't receive that. And sometimes we honestly reject the word of God because we're rejecting the vessel in which the word came in. And we have to be careful with that. We have to be careful with rejecting a word that came from God. And the only how we can do that is by being in the presence of God. Studying the word of God. Because the word that God is going to send to you is never going to be not in sync with the living word. It's going to come in sync. It's going to come in a way that it can be a confirmation to you. It's never going to come and it's going to have you unresting and out of peace. He's going to give you a word that is lined up with his word. And you may not like it, but if you have an ear to hear it, you can receive it and begin to move forward and receive whatever it is that God has for you because he does speak. You just have to be okay with how he's speaking in who he's using to speak to you. Amen. Isaiah 55 11. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and shall prosper in a thing in where I've sent it. I love this scripture. I love this because I can count on the word of God. This is a scripture that you can use as an anchor to say, I can stand on God's word because it is written that whatever God has said, not only is it going to come, it's not going to come to him void, but it's going to perform. It's going to prosper. It's going to enlarge my borders and my territory because God sent it to do it. God sent that word on assignment. That when God placed a word in the heart of a, a, a prophet or a pastor or a minister or a counselor or your husband or your wife or your child. That word has an assignment. And it's up to you to receive the word so that assignment could be accomplished in your life and prosper you. I'm going to say that again. When that word comes, you have to receive it for it to prosper you. Like I said, we don't always like the vessel, the word coming. And it's up to us to receive by faith and say, Lord, this is you speaking to me. I may not like the package. I may not be happy with the vessel that it came in. But I acknowledge 
that it was you. I acknowledge it was the voice of God. And by faith, I'm believing that what you have sent out to me won't return to you void and that it will accomplish in my life what you caused it to accomplish, that it will prosper me in what I've prayed for, what I've interceded for, what I supplicated for. Many of us are praying and praying and fasting and going on our knees and going before the Lord. But what do you do after you pray? What do you do? I pray you don't just go and forget that you actually went and talked to God. I pray that before you get off your knees, before you go and start a new task, I pray that you sit still in the presence of God and allow him to speak back to you. We serve a God that is a God of relationship. If you came and said, can we talk? And then you just rambled off and went on and on and on and on and on. And then after you was done speaking, just walked away. How would, how you think that's going to make me feel like you didn't want to talk to me. You just wanted to vent <laughs> and we got to be a cat. We got to be careful with that. Are you talking to God or are you venting to God? Because if you're having a conversation, if you're having a dialogue, you speak, God speaks, you speak, God speaks. But if you're going to tell God what you want and what you need and what's not right and what's going wrong and this and that, and then you get up, you just vent it. But if you be still, be still in the presence of the present one and allow him to minister to your spirit. Allow him to pour out his spirit that you will begin to have wisdom and revelation on a thing that you're praying for. Because sometimes we get out of prayer too quick. We busy, distracted, got things to do. We give God a little bit of time. But if we can tarry just a little longer, just a little longer with God. In the secret place, in a quiet place. And allow him to talk back. Allow him to pour back into you. Allow him to vent. <laughs> the Holy Ghost got some things to say. What does the Bible say? That the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. We're groaning. The Holy Spirit has something to say. And if you give him room, he will speak to you. And he will encourage your heart. Amen. Amen to the word of God. I'm loving this. I'm so loving this because I need this right now. I don't know about you, but I need a divine word. I need to hear the voice of God more than I've heard in any other voice. I need the voice of God to be magnified, magnified over every situation, circumstances that I am facing. I need the voice of God. So this is blessing my heart and I pray that it's blessing you. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me and I will answer. I will show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Call unto me and I will answer. Did you hear that? That is like a command. Call me. I'm going to answer you. Call me. Did you call him? Did you seek him? Did you knock on heaven's door? Because if you did, he's going to answer. Oh, I love this. Call me. Just call. How many times? 
When was the last time you reached out to a family member that you haven't spoken to in a while? And before you leave, what do you say? Keep in touch. Keep in touch with me. Call me. That's what God is saying. Keep in touch with me. Don't let weeks, don't let months, don't let years go by and I haven't spoken to you. Call me and I will answer you. And I will show you the things that you know not. I will show you why things are the way that they are. I will show you what I'm doing and how I'm doing and how I'm moving and how I'm shifting. Call me. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. That's a lot to take in. I pray that the spirit of the Lord is like really hovering over you right now. That this is not just a message that you're just hearing. You just happen to turn on YouTube and you just happen to turn on a podcast and you're just listening. I pray that the spirit of God is ministering to your spirit even now. That you serve a God that want to talk to you. You serve a God that want to hear from you. That wants you to call on his name. That wants you to seek his face so he can answer you and show you what you know not. This is the word of God. Call unto me and I will answer thee. And I will show you great and mighty things that you know it's not. Jesus, Jesus. Hebrews 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at some times in divers manner spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Like I was saying before, I love this. At different times, God speaks in different ways. And it's up to us to discern the voice of God. And we can't discern the voice of God aside from the word of God. What is going to help us truly discern the voice of God is by spending time and meditating in the word of God. The more you spend time in the word, the more you read, the more you are just engulfed page after page, line upon line, precept upon precept, it will begin to be easier for you to hear. Thus says the Lord. Because you got so close and intimate with the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 51. The mighty one. God, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. He summoned, he spoke, sun, moon, stars, earth, water, light. He spoke, he summoned, come into divine order. We serve a God that said, let it be light. And it was light. We serve a God that called forth the water and the water came. Who called forth the stars in the sky. 
who call forth the sun and the moon. You can't tell me that he can't handle your issues. He can't handle your circumstances. He can't handle your pain. He called forth the earth. How much more? How much more can he summon? How much more can he call? How much more can he declare and decree in your life? We don't serve a weak God. We serve a mighty God, an awesome God, an excellent God, an everlasting God who is able, who is able to do the impossible. It may seem impossible to you, but to God, it is possible. I summoned the earth. I called the waters. Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. But if we spend time and give him a little time and talk to him like I'm talking to you right now, he want to talk to you. He want to answer you. <laughs> it's something about the word of God that just really does something to me. Many of these scriptures I've known. But it's something about rereading them that it's refreshing me, it's restoring me, it's revitalizing me, it's a it's opening the eyes of my understanding in a more vast way, in a, a way that I didn't see it. That's why I love the word, it's alive. It's alive. You can read the same scripture over and over again and you'll get something different each and every time. You'll feel something different each and every time because that word is sharp and it's going down to the bone and it's hitting those sweet spots. The Lord knows how to hit the sweet spot. Ezekiel 12, 25. For I, the Lord, will speak. And whatever word I spoke will be performed. It will no longer be delayed. For in your day, O rebellious house, I will speak the word and perform it and declare it. I will speak and it will no longer be delayed. And I know you're probably saying to me, well, I've been praying and some things seem like it's delaying. Your situation may be delaying. The change in your circumstances may be delaying. But I promise you, the voice of God is not delayed. The question is, did you hear him? Was you attentive? Did you give time to? Did you open the door for? He said, I stand at the door and I knock. Did you open the door so Jesus can come in and have a dialogue with you? Because I promise you, the word of God wasn't delayed. Many of us are going through seasons after seasons after seasons and it feels like God isn't hearing us. But the truth is, are we hearing God? I believe that the first time we opened our mouth, that God sent forth ministering angels to minister to us, that God sent the word. We know the story of Daniel, that Daniel petitioned before God and he prayed. And the Bible says that the angel, when he finally got to Daniel, he said, the moment you opened your mouth, the moment you set your heart to pray, God sent the answer. 
And this is why it's important that we stay in the presence of God. This is important why we tarry in prayer because the reason for the delay wasn't because God didn't send the word, was because of spiritual warfare. And I think that's a key note that we need to include in this conversation. We serve a God that love us, that wants the best for us, who knows the plan that he asked for us to give us a future, a hope, and an expected end. But we also have an adversary who don't want us to, to get to that future, who don't want us to get to that expected end, who don't want us to receive the word of the Lord, who don't want us to receive vision, who don't want us to see, who don't want us to hear, who don't want us. We, we have an adversary family and we have to be mindful of that. We have an adversary that is blocking and distracting and putting up detours and putting things in position to come against the word of God. And this is where we come in at. Because when we begin to stand firm on the rock, when we begin to war, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. When we make the decision that I'm going to be a prayer warrior, that I'm going to be a woman of prayer, that I'm going to be a man of prayer, that I'm going to stay in the face of God, that I'm going to stay at the feet of God, that I'm going to be at the altar of God, that that is going to be my, that's my heart. That is what I'm going to do. This is who I am. You will get what you've been praying for. Sometimes God answers right away. There is no warfare. There's nothing into intervening. But then there's moments when God already has sent forth the word. God already spoken. And we have to come up against warfare. And we have to pray. What helped the angel to get to Daniel was prayer. Daniel prayed for 21 days. He fasted for 21 days. He had to pray and he had to tarry in prayer. He couldn't give up because he didn't hear from God. He couldn't give up because he didn't hear the voice of God. He couldn't give up because things didn't change. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, 21 days. And depending on your situation, that can be a little stressful. That can be a little bit frustration when you need something to change right now. And you got to wait day after day after day. And it seemed like nothing is changing and things seem to be getting worse. But my encouragement to you is the same encouragement that Daniel had to do. He kept praying. He kept seeking the face of God. He kept talking to God. He kept lifting up a prayer. He kept fasting. He didn't let him not seeing what he's praying for stop him from praying. Don't let what you see stop you from what you don't see. Ugh. Don't let what you see stop you from getting to what you can't see for what is seen is temporal. But what is unseen is eternal family. There's some things that we just can't see. We can't see the blessing that is on the horizon. We can't see the breakthrough that is on the way. We can't see that yoke that is about to be broken. We can't see it, but God sees it. And we can't let the pain and we can't let the sicknesses and we can't let the heartache and we can't let the rejection. We can't let what we can see, what we can touch. Stop us from getting to that place. Stop us from getting to our portion. Stop us from getting to our breakthrough. Stop us from getting to our eyes being open. Stop us from getting to where our ears are open. We can't let what we see stop us from praying and seeking the face of God. 
I know it looked dim. I know it looked hard. I know it hurt. Your heart is broken. You suffocated. You're tired. Enough is enough. But family, I encourage you, continue. Continue. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. God sent that word. He sent it and you got to believe by faith and you have to begin to get, get put on your war boots, begin to put on the armor of God and say, no, I believe by faith that God sent the word out. We serve a God that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. And that means that the God of Daniel is the God of today. I'm going to say that again. He changes not. That means the God of Daniel is the God today. He is the same God. That means when you pray, that means when you, when you petition before, God and you supplicated before God and you cried before God and you wailed before God and you castrated yourself before God and you got on your knees before God that answer went out that you got to believe that by faith that answer went out that he heard you and maybe it's day two and maybe it's day five and maybe it's day ten keep going keep praying keep going keep praying do not give up on God because we wrestle, we're wrestling against some things that we cannot see. According to Ephesians, come on family, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness. And we have to recognize and really know that we know that we know that I'm victorious anyhow. Anyhow. I am more than a conqueror. My situation is looking a little suspect, but I'm more than a conqueror. This situation is making me sick to my stomach, but I'm more than a conqueror. And I'm going to let the joy of the Lord be my strength. And I'm going to keep praying. And I'm going to keep fasting. And I'm going to keep tarrying. And I'm going to keep going before the holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty Father in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit rest against your children right now. Oh, Father God, release the anointing that break the yoke of a giving up spirit right now in the name of Jesus every son, every daughter that is tired of praying, that is weary by praying, Father in the name of Jesus Christ, release that anointing right now that would break that yoke off that son of yours and that will break that yoke off your daughter, oh God that will hinder them from continuously praying before your face, oh God oh Father in the name of Jesus Christ, I believe it by faith, oh God that when you sent that word out even as you sent the word that you placed on my heart today, that it be accomplished in their life. Let it be accomplished, oh God, that they begin to hear, hear, oh God. That they be like Samuel. Many of us are like Samuel. You're, we're hearing you, but we don't know that it's you. And we're going to mommy and we're going to daddy and we're going to the pastor and we're going to the deacon. I hear a voice. But Father, I bless you as you begin to raise up Eli's in the, in the spirit, oh God, and cause, oh God, the people that we go to to say, the next time you hear, say, Lord, speak. Your servant is listening. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the Eli's, oh God, that will direct us to the voice of God. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Father, I thank you right now, oh God, as you are breathing, as you are moving, oh God, as you are shifting the, uh, the, the, the alignment even now, as you're shifting the atmosphere even now, oh God, that you are beginning to unclog some ears, oh God, from pollution and rebellion and, oh God, sin in our lives, oh God, begin to unplug our ears that we can hear, thus says the Lord. 
We need you, oh God. We need you like never before, Lord. Your children need you, oh God. And I believe by faith that it is your good pleasure that your children hear you. Hallelujah. Exodus 20, 22. Then the Lord said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, You yourself have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. He told Moses to go tell him, Y'all see for yourself. I'm a God that speaks. Come on. <laughs> He's a God that speaks. And I'm super, super encouraged right now. I really am because, like I said, we're in a time where we need divine, a divine voice. We don't need no more people's opinion. We don't need no more negative voices. We don't need no more tormenting voices. We don't need no more of the enemy bombarding us and attacking us. And we need a divine intervention. We need our next move to be our best move. We need to be we need to be at a place where we can rise above our situations and our circumstances because we have an ear to hear. We have an ear to hear. Jesus. Jesus, spirit of the living God, fall afresh. Fall afresh on our ears, oh God, anoint our ears, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. Anoint our ears, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Exodus 33:9. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend. It would stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak to Moses. Have you made an altar unto God? Do you have a special tent for God? A place where you can just go and have a divine meeting? Have that intimacy? I believe we all need to have that. Yes, God is omnipresent and you can speak to him everywhere and he can answer you everywhere. But I think when we are intentional and we have in our mind and in our heart, no, I have a place that I get to go meet with my heavenly father, that I have a place that I've prepared that I can sit and be still in his presence, that I have a place that I can soak and, and be under the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God because this is the place where I meet God. This is the place where I talk to God and he talks to me. I love this. I love this. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand out the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak to him. That was a place Whenever, I love that, whenever Moses had to enter into the tent. Mm. I encourage you to have a special place that you can go and meet with God. That he can commune with you. That he can love on you. That he can encourage you. That he can strengthen you. That he can edify you. That he can raise you up. He said if you humble yourself. He will exalt you to prepare a place for God 
and to set time aside when the world is pulling on you and calling on you and you make a decision to put time away for God and prepare a place to meet God it's very humbling it's a humbling place to be I need you I'm doing this because I need you I'm preparing this place because if I don't hear from you, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm preparing this place and I'm taking time away from the work because if I don't hear, thus says the Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to hear your voice. Your voice is like drinking water. I need it. I can't survive without it. It's like the air that I breathe. If I, if I can just take a, a deep breath of the voice of God, I need it to breathe. I need it to live. I need it to walk this walk. I need it to carry this cross. We need the voice of God. And when we're intentional, when we make our heart intentional, when we prepare not just a place in our heart, but prepare a place in your home, a little closet, your bedroom, bathroom, wherever, whenever. When you go, he will meet you there. Just the thought of that, just the thought of that, just think about it, that when I set a place for God, that whenever I go there, he'll meet me there. That's rich. That is rich. Exodus 33.9. That is rich. Exodus 33.11 says, Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man would speak to his friend. Family, I pray that today that you're encouraged that no matter what you're going through right now, that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are in the company of the heavenly host, your heavenly father, your Lord and savior, the Holy Ghost and legions of angels. You are not alone. And to make it even more sweeter with a cherry on top, you serve a God that wants to speak to you. Sometimes you could be in a room with a few people and it's quiet. And sometimes you can appreciate the silence. But it's nothing worse than being in a silent room when you're looking for answers. There's nothing more worse to being around a whole bunch of people who don't know what to say. But I tell you, if you get in the company of God, he don't just have an answer. He has all the answers. And you may not understand now, but you will later in time as you continuously walk and journey with God, as you continuously spend time with God, as you begin to just completely sold out, intentional about your walk with God, you will begin to understand because he will show you those great and mighty things you knew not. Family, I love you.
And I pray you've been encouraged. And I pray that the spirit of God is moving even now. And I pray that your ears are being open even now as your heart is open to receive this word from the Lord. I pray that your ears are open. Faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. I pray that as you have heard the word, I pray that your ears are in tuned and that your heart is receptive, that you get into a secret place and begin to soak in the presence of God. He'll meet you there. Get your little palette and get you a few pillows and put it on the floor and just say, this is me and you. This is our spot. Light your little candle if you want to. I don't know. <laughs> however you want to do it, however you want to spend time with God. He just want to spend time with you. He just want to talk to you. He just want to love on you. So yes, God does speak. The question is, are you listening? Until I speak to you again, be blessed. My name is Denisia and I am losing my religion. My name is Kevin. And I'm losing my religion. My name is Tammy, and I'm losing my religion. Hey, my name is Martin, and I just want you to know that I'm losing my religion. My name is Trina, and I'm losing my religion. Losing my religion. Losing my religion. My religion. My religion.